Hey, what's up, guys? It's Ben from United Q. It's Wednesday, which means we've got another awesome podcast to get you over hump day. I'm here with my co-host, Dan. What's up? And we're brought to you by ProQ, Barbecue Gourmet, and Smokewood Shack, our awesome sponsors. ProQ is dedicated to providing you with quality smoking products with top-notch service and free advice for beginners to pitmasters. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under ProQ Smokers. So if you think about buying your first smoker, wanting to upgrade, or looking for authentic charcoal commercial smokers, then check them out over at Max Barbecue. And Barbecue Gourmet is devoted to promoting real barbecue and supplying the UK and Europe with top championship winning barbecue rubs, sauces, marinades and accessories from around the United States and around the world. You can find them on Twitter and online under Barbecue Gourmet. So regardless of how you cook, whether it's on charcoal, wood, gas or electric, the real taste of summer can be yours all year round. Hello. And here we are. Hello. This week. This is a this is almost the closest to live that we've ever been before on the podcast. <laughs> Recording on Wednesday. We we can always we always talk about the fact that it's just coming out this week. It's going to be out on today. Wednesday, but it's going to be out today. So yeah, this is cool. Up super early, and uh, yeah, it's quite nice to record it on studio, the day. Studio, studio before work feels like almost more, even more real. It's on the day, gives you less time to edit sure, it as well. <laughs> yeah, it gives me less time to try and find someone to replace you. Oh! <laughs> so we we've had a good weekend cooking together again this yeah, weekend. Yeah, awesome. Spending too much time together, I think. Can't believe it's Wednesday already. I know. It feels like yesterday. Oh, sweet memories. Uh, yeah, we uh, yeah, we had a nice weekend, didn't we? Yeah, I feel like we need to uh, elaborate slightly. Yeah, it was, that's, uh, it, that's it, that's all we need to say. It was a little barbecue <laughs> takeover day for Goatober on uh, on Saturday, Saturday the 8th. Mm-hmm. But, well, we had organised to do our jerk on that day. It was actually postponed by a day. Mm. Uh Due to unforeseen reasons, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we both could go on the Saturday anyway, and and got some bits and pieces out. It just was a change of plan, and I mean, immediately when it arrived, it was a change of plan anyway because the size of it. We yeah. were planning on doing basically a whole jerk goat. I don't know. I think I was under some illusion like a kid goat was a lot smaller. Yeah, my wife was going to me. You guys sure you're going to do a whole whole kid goat? I'm like. Yeah, yeah, they're not that big. They're not that big. Yeah, and I'm sure. Like I've seen like kid goat legs and stuff like that before that, that haven't looked too big, but this was a beast. It was a beast. <laughs> you said you when uh, James brought it to your house in the morning, didn't he? You brought it up there and you saw him carrying up the drive. You're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we're gonna have to uh, reevaluate things here. It's not going on the jack pan in one piece. So you you did a butchery course by YouTube, didn't you? Yeah, did a, a goat YouTube butchery course and uh, and butchered it up into uh, some different bits, and then we uh, we jerked up a few bits instead. Mm. Yeah, so you you made up our jerk marinade, didn't you? And then marinade that for would you do it for twenty four hours in the end? Before yeah, about twenty four hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Started off sort of Saturday afternoon, got it in there to marinate overnight, mm. and I uh, did a. A nice sort of, uh, I'd say like Iranian spiced. So like, yeah, that looked lush. Or yeah, just like your come sumac, didn't really get me cumin, uh, those sort of vibes coming through. Yeah, lemony, so like sort of uh, dried lime and stuff like that. So quite zesty. 
those sort of flavours coming through. Uh, it was really, really nice. I thought, well, if we're going to cook it tomorrow, if the book big cook's tomorrow, I need to do some bits anyway and and represent. So, uh, so did that one, and uh, it was absolutely insane. Like, I was worried because I was late getting off to cooking because of our manic day, uh, but actually. The shoulder just cooked absolutely beautifully. Uh, had such a nice sort of bark crust formed the outside. And then just the most beautiful sort of pulled. Oil. You saw it on the same thing on the, uh, on the Sunday. Just the shoulder just absolutely pulled beautifully. And we had just lush air. We had tacos in the end, so we had like a great pulled sort of Persian shoulder. There's a lot of shoulder. tacos around this weekend, weren't there? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think tacos are in fashion. Definitely. Yeah, if you go on the Twitter feed of Goattober, you'll see many tacos. Yeah, and I think that probably Neil Rankin has a lot to do with that. Bit of a taco man. Mm. Got a bit taco mad. Yeah, I mean, definitely from the goat front anyway. Well, yeah, no, just from an all-round front, I've just mm. I've seen a. I think he was over in like LA for his birthday, or for some research, or a bit of both. Who knows? <laughs> and literally, all he ate for the whole time he was there was taco, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Taco, taco, taco. Uh, it's just after the sort of Instagram live story thing mm. came about. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. just what is like literally taco, breakfast, taco, lunch, taco, dinner. <laughs> I was like, "What you're talking about?" <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, look lush, and uh, and then Temper, which is Neil's new restaurant, was mm. uh, posted a load of sort of Facebook. I think it was Facebook posts. It was on one of the social medias anyway, and uh, they were doing a few sort of practice runs of and uh, sort of menu creation. Uh, what do you want to call it? Sort of exploration, inspiration. I don't know. Mm. And uh, and yeah, just Neil was knocking out some tacos. All different types. There's yeah. like a prawn head one, and I don't know something else, and they both looked absolutely lush. There's a few more going around, I think, as well. But anyway, yeah, I think things have gone a bit taco crazy. Yeah, you also did a brunch, didn't you, with the goat? Yeah, yeah, I love the look of that. The photo was amazing. And Would have been breakfast. You got I your just jazzy side out in it again with your little flowers on yeah, the plate. Yeah, few cheeky too flowers. Too jazzy, you know. Yeah, I love I love a bit of flower action in the morning. Yeah, too jazzy. Jazzy. Yeah. Uh, well, it would have been breakfast. I just was super lazy and uh, late getting up, and uh, so yeah, it turned into a brunch. And it just so happened it was it was weird with the whole goat situation. Me butchering it up. I ended up with. Two shoulders, two legs. I ended up with sort of like a neck piece, which I've uh, taken the meat off and ground up. So I'm going to make some burgers out of that. Uh, and then I ended up with two loins and basically just... I kept like the... Up with the ribs. Like the ribs and belly mm. and like flank is at like one piece. So I've got like... Mm. No, like a whole side of goat times yeah. two. So that's how I did it. You froze that. Oh, and also I took the tenderloins off the inside. So yeah, so basically... Hmm. So basically, yeah, so I ended up with a load of cuts. We I then cooked the shoulder on the Saturday, but I was like, hmm, definitely got to cook something. Like, couldn't wait. Need to get like a, 
I don't know, I just wanted to sort of experiment the flavour, see what it tasted like. Mm. So it was a bit like, okay, breakfast, first meal of the day, let's get a bit of goat in. Yeah, what did you put on it? Did you do like a dry rub on that or was it just... No, it was literally just, just like, I treated it, I I wanted the... I wanted to basically experiment with the flavour of goat. I wanted to see what the goat was tasting like. Mm. It looks so, like steak on the plate from the photo. Yeah. For, for me, it had a real sort of delicate beef sort of vibe to it. Mm. I wouldn't have said it was far off beef. And yeah. and actually, the, the, especially the, the loin that I did, this what I'm talking about, the loin. Uh, I don't think that like members of the family would have really distinguished much difference mm. if I hadn't said anything. Uh, so yeah, it was just a bit of salt and pepper, just like I don't know, just spin on like your steak and eggs, like the your American breakfast steak and eggs, uh, just sort of like a take on that. So mm. just some steak chunks, just salt and pepper steak, with uh, a poached egg, which was absolutely just simple and lush, mm. and then jazzed up with a few uh, edible flowers. You know me, too jazzy. Yeah, I mean, it felt from that moment that oh, actually, Sarah's saying to me last night that all we've eaten. For like a week now is goat Not in a negative way Because we actually really love it Really mm. uh, same thing at your house Wasn't it at yeah. the weekend We just we In our house we just don't understand Why it's become a thing that's not just eaten all the time It's There's nothing about it that's Like an acquired taste or anything is it It's just a nice meat it's No uh, like, and like as you said like It's almost sort of combination between Like the beef and the lamb sort of flavours And well, on Sunday when we were cooking it up for my family, we were a little bit nervous that the kids might moan if we said that we were eating goat. <laughs> so we told them it was lamb. I must let it slip at least <laughs> twenty five so times. They times. didn't pick up on it. Though, nah, <laughs> I was surprised. One point it was like savage. I was literally like gave it away full on. But you like turned it into so as you're like, ah, oh, this is the uh, go 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 lamb. This is the lamb. <laughs> but we got away with it, didn't we? And yeah, we, yeah. we then revealed it. Probably about midway through their goat taco, and it didn't put them off. They carried on. Yeah, yeah. They're like, really? They didn't believe it. They're just like, oh, it's just, just really nice. Just carry on eating it. (laughs) I think, like, when I've mentioned to people that I'm cooking goat tonight for dinner, Mm. they're a bit like, well, that's weird. Yeah. And I guess because it's an abnormality, it is weird. Yeah. But. For no other reason, because uh, they're like, oh, I'm not sure about goat. And I'm like, but why? Mm. Like, just take a second second here and explain why. And when they start thinking about what, like, why, yeah. it's purely because it's just unusual. Yeah, it's it's not, not because normal, of anything, like, we haven't been, I mean, like, I was like, it's this exact same thing as lamb mm. or beef or, it's, it's the same as yeah. any meat we're eating currently, chicken. Mm. There's, there's no difference it's just that it's an abnormality we haven't been used to we haven't been eating goat for 25 30 years of our lives every day so so yeah i just think it's just the unusual sort of you can usually like convert people almost like within 30 seconds as well can't you have like you say goat and they're like oh no oh no to a little snippet of the story from james at cabrito and immediately everyone's completely changed around and it's it's like amazing to watch like how many people over this weekend that I've met I've been out like 
to eat in a restaurant in the evening and I've been out in the daytime and just chatting to people all weekend really about goat and everyone you meet has been converted almost immediately within yeah. less than a minute. It's been a, <laughs> become a bit goat obsessed, I think. Goat's yeah. taken over the last, I would say like last two podcasts, three podcasts have yeah. been fairly goat orientated. This mm. is the fourth now. Uh, and considering adding goat to our new United Q app that's coming out, it's, it's been <laughs> submitted, but we, we could... I think we need to add it in there to keep it keep it alive. Definitely. Yeah. So, so updates coming soon. Mm, no definitely. Not out yet, but <laughs> well, I think we're already updating it before it's even out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. I like it. Yeah. I like it. But yeah, no, it's been lush watching on the Twitter feed of all the different yeah. hashtag Goattober stuff that's been going. And Instagram, through. Instagram's been popping off as well. Yeah. It's been really great seeing the uh, Goattober hashtag being used and embraced across the country. I even saw it on Saturday Kitchen. Oh, you stole my word. And did you see it on Saturday Kitchen? Yeah. No, you didn't. I yeah. did. Uh, and and Sunday also brunch. Sunday Brunch. Oh, yes, I said it first. You didn't see that either. I saw both. Uh, yeah. No, I saw Dr. The tweeted about it. So the Modern Chef it uh, was on with mm. John's Road. Yeah. And uh, he's been a bit jazzy these days, takes over uh, quite regularly, even though he hasn't, he hasn't, I don't think he's officially replaced... No, they just seem to be doing a few regular slots of people, yeah, don't they? Yeah, so I've seen him on a couple of times now. Not sure how I feel, but uh, <laughs> I like him. So, we'll wait and see. Yeah. So, yeah, the modern chef was on, and um, a Spanish chef, I can't think of his name at the moment, but, uh, but yeah, a uh, sort of young Spanish talent coming through, mm. making its way over to the UK. Uh but yeah, the modern chef was on, and I mean, I, I'm, th- I'm sure I saw that she did like some sort of like a sado style goat uh, with James like the week before or something. Yeah, and uh, basically, yeah, she got a good shout out for goat toba in there for goat meat in there, and talked about cooking it, and uh, yeah, mm. it was well received. Yeah, definitely. I think it's going to continue throughout. The rest of October as well, really, and I reckon it's it's made enough of an impact to hopefully stick around a bit longer in you know, a lot of our cooks. So yeah, I've loved seeing all the different things that people are cooking as well. It's not just sticking a shoulder on. There's been like all sorts of things like tagines and uh, the, obviously had the tacos. I've seen. I think Kelly made sausages. I've seen yeah. burgers. I've seen so many things going out there. It's just awesome to see everyone thinking outside the box and not just sticking a joint of meat on there and cooking it up. It's like everyone's really gone to the effort to make some amazing recipes. Yeah, and on, and on top of that, the a lot of top chefs and restaurants have taken on Gotober as well. So oh, yeah. if you're looking for inspiration, get on and, and check out some of those uh, Twitter feeds and and uh, Instagram posts. I know that James from Caprio went... Uh, they had like a whole night of like different restaurants doing a dish each and there's there's loads of good inspiration there and, and ideas there and, and how to or what to what the endless opportunities are with goats. So so yeah, I just I think that maybe the message that we're gonna leave or maybe move on for the goat is with the Yeah, the barbecue day's done, but there's still a heck of a lot left of uh Goatober, and you know, with any sort of message, it's uh, got to be drilled into people and really put out there. So you've got a lot of goat left, so it's yeah, not over for you yet. Definitely not over. <laughs> Let's uh, keep cooking, guys, and yeah. keep uh, keep spreading the word. So I guess 
before we move on completely, do you want to do a quick recap of what we actually did on our jerk? I guess we're, well, the video no. is going to come out. We no. made a video for it, so you better watch our video. Mm, um, our video sure is a video. little bit of a letdown, to be honest, because we got a bit excited at the end when we cooked it and we just started eating it and we forgot to film the any, finished product. Yeah, any reveal, <laughs> any eating of it. So I think got the prep work yeah. to see what it looks like. As you usual. Use your imagination. <laughs> we were like late, so I think everyone was hungry and waiting on us. Thank and you. Yeah. We had like a little jazzy photo shoot, so there's people with some hungry tummies, you know? Yeah. Uh, that was quite cool. We had I mean, a, I suppose a photo shoot for the book, didn't we? Mm. Which was nice. Yeah. So yeah, should we leave the recipe for the video? Mm. Well, should we talk about how we would maybe have changed things? Mm-hmm. I feel that like the I'm no jerk expert. Jerk, jerk, jerk expert. Uh, yeah, I am a jerk, but I'm not an expert. <laughs> Finally <jerk>. admitted. <laughs> uh, but I sort of felt that the the leg and the shoulder were just basically too big for uh, the jerk, almost. Yeah. I felt that like the flavour, if you got a bit of like the bark in your taco with some of the meat, then yeah, it was it was jerky because you had. Mm. I just felt that we didn't manage to sort of penetrate that much with the sort of jerk flavours. Mm. It was lush and like it did take on the marinade. But I just think that it just wasn't. Yeah, well, I think we we talked about it, didn't we? And we realised that like other jerk jerk wings and stuff that we've been working on recently are all cooked pretty much hot and fast, really. Yeah. Whereas we're doing this on a low and slow and it kind of broke the jerk flavouring down a lot more than we probably would have done if we'd done it a hot and fast mm. method. So I also think that obviously like your your rub and marinade to meat ratio mm. from something like a wing or a leg mm. or a thigh, etc. Like it's such a huge difference that in every mouthful if you're doing wings, legs, thighs, every mouthful, you're getting a bit more yeah. rub, a bit more marinade in there, a bit more. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. so every mouthful, there was just a smaller bite, isn't it? When you're mm. getting that, you're not getting all that quantity of meat. Yeah, I mean, just, just, I think just the fact that I probably would have used, for like a five kilo leg, we probably use as much rub and as much marinade as mm. you would have. Yeah, like 15 wings or something. Yeah. So. I just felt like you, you just flavor profiles would have got a lot better coverage yeah. on like a smaller product. Probably should have gone down the route like I do sometimes with the pulled pork of like sprinkling a bit of the rub into mm-hmm. it after you've pulled mm-hmm. it. That probably would have helped. Yeah, definitely. So and I think that uh, if we made like a maybe like a, a jerk style sort of sauce, mm-hmm. it could have been another sort of element. So yeah, mm-hmm. so sort of likely you're saying with pulled pork, pull it, give it a little spray with some sort of jerk sauce and also yeah a little sprinkle of uh jerk rub would have really completed it but yeah. i think that it was it was absolutely lush still yeah, everyone loved it. really happy We're just but i just picky. yeah <laughs> just ways to improve it for next time i think yeah. maybe things we'd approach different mm-hmm. yeah definitely my dad's sitting around that you use a uh, goat a lot for especially uh shoulder meat leg meat for kebabs yeah uh their kebab kubade, which is like a ground a ground meat, he said that like shoulders fantastic for. Mm. Uh, That's the one you normally do with lamb, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, he said that in in around they literally uh, kid goat shoulders, 
ground up into, and, and that's how they'd make the uh, Kubernetes for something a bit different. So, That'd gonna good for you to try that. Then. Yeah, gonna order another shoulder and probably give that a go. Mm. Grind it myself at home and uh, make some kebabs. What about that neck that you've got? With that any, any good for that? Yeah, probably could be. Yeah, mm. I'm a little bit like convinced that I've uh, got all the stuff and bits for burgers. So I'm gonna give burgers a go. Yeah, but yeah, neck would probably be alright for that. Mm. Uh, I mean, the thing is, is that neck would probably be lean, I would imagine, and yeah. tougher. Whereas, well, you should be pretty tough, but uh, yeah, you want a bit of fat in there to hold it together on your kebabs. Don't yeah, you? yeah. I think I mean shoulder and stuff. I mean, you see people using like, I mean, sorry, but for burgers and stuff, you see people using a lot more of like the tougher meats, like mm. briskets and short rib and stuff, stuff that needs to be cooked for a long amount of time at a. A low temperature. That's what yeah. we call in barbecue, low and slow. Uh, <laughs> but Thanks we're cooking it that up. hot and fast in a burger, which is a little bit different, but it gives you like an amazing texture and, and also a really different flavour. So I feel that the uh, the neck could be some uh, some good meat to use. you say use. belly as well? Or not? Has it not really got belly? <sighs> it so does. It's more like, I would compare it to like sort of lamb breast. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. All that. Yeah. Lamb belly. It's not really like a. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's not much of a, a belly going yeah, on. Yeah. Is there a bit of fat there like though, to add into something? If you want to get uh, a bit more fat into your neck. Yeah, possibly. Mm. Possibly. Yeah. You got some stuff to play around with. That's all I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Mm. I was. I was hoping to keep the, the whole sides whole and uh, to and and doing to some. And I can put it on the jerk. Lush uh, goat sort of ribs of some sort. Yeah, so that's that's sort of next on the list, I think. Cool. Yeah, all right. Sounds. I'll stop sounds goating good. on. Yeah, you've really goated on about it. Mm. That was a bad one. So, so the other thing we were doing at the weekend, which took up quite a bit of time, was more Christmas recipe testing for our book, which is coming out imminently. It's literally just proof reading and people just checking that we're. Everything yeah. we've written, we understand perfectly, but we've just given it out to a few people to get them to check over everything and yeah. get it all sorted Also, out. like, I've had to dumb down a few of my recipes so they match yours, because yours are... Well, I had to rewrite all of mine, because you... Uh, yeah, because they were so bad. You didn't communicate. So, basically... Because you did not and communicate then, properly. Do you know what was worse is, I then had to rewrite all of yours a third time to make them good. That hasn't happened. So, it's weird. Uh, Your spelling is atrocious, just saying. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, no, so what, what are people <laughs> going to expect? I'm, I was just thinking of a way to sort of move this on because yeah, you can't because yeah. right. I'm the better cook. Uh, anyway, uh, anyway uh, someone actually emailed that. me suggesting that we had like some sort of cook off at some point, like yeah. a Ben and Dan cook off. Uh, but yeah. then, like, they quickly realised that actually that'd be a bit embarrassing for Ben. So I understand why you I would. Know, you guys would have do to it. come back here, and I'd have to sit next to you, knowing that you're worse and. All that time you've been telling everyone has been quite quite awkward. Right, really, what can so people expect from the book? <clears throat> you can expect some great recipes from me and some <laughs> not, not too bad ones from you. Um, no, it's it's good. We've we've got all of our like sort of headings That's it. and stuff. We have to put names at the bottom of all our recipes now. No, I'm not doing that. Oh, I'm gonna write my name. I on. don't want to show you up. Right, you can't write it because I'm the one editing it. Yes, I control everything. Um, so we've got. Mm. 
We've got like our, our stocking fillers, we've called them. So they're the kind of things that we've come up with that don't specifically fit into like a genre, I guess. And we're coming up with some Christmassy themed genres. So there's like varieties of things from like pickles and and different ways to yeah. set up your smoking. So like it could be your, like it could be something that's maybe not the star of the show, but yeah. great in its own right. Uh, something that you could eat on its own. Yeah. Maybe something Just to... A snack. Yes, a snack or a starter or a sharing sort of item. Mm. Some things that you could probably make in advance and yeah. uh, use through the Christmas period. Or things that you can use with other things in the book. So you might be making a sauce or a chutney or something which goes alongside the meats or the main course that you've got later on in the book. So there's yeah. things like that where you can mix it up from these different Definitely. stocking fillers. Yeah, I mean, like pickles. Everyone loves pickles, and they're one of those things that <laughs> you make, chuck in the cupboard, and like if you do it now, they'll be ready for Christmas, mm. in their prime, ready for some enjoyment. So, yeah, yeah. so yeah, there's loads of recipes in there to to sort of get you going, and uh, yeah, yeah. And then we've got categories for like all of our major meats, like the turkey, beef, lamb, chicken, fish, and we've even got some alternative meats in there as well. You never, you never guess what they are. <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't talk about them no. very often at all. No. Especially not in the last few podcasts. No. Uh, and then sides as well. We sides, some, yeah. Like, Yuletide sides. Uh-huh. Yep. And then, of course, no Christmas would be complete without some sweet treats as well. So yeah, we've got some loads puddings of things and in there. desserts coming through. Some dessert ideas. Yeah, I don't know. The book sort of encourages you to use leftovers. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, and just get out outdoors and cook outdoors and and be outside. It's like one of those things that okay, now the nights are getting sort of uh, shorter. The mornings are getting colder. Evenings are getting colder even because we're not going to barbecue in the morning we well will. we will we but anyway <laughs> people start thinking that yeah that's it it's getting doors but actually get a coat on get a coat on pop your christmas jumper get on outdoors, like we did at the yeah. weekend that was uh, weird it felt way too early but yeah. i did kind of dig it after the first five minutes i was well into I it i felt so christmasy this weekend though i was actually <laughs> like singing christmas songs on sunday evening well, because I'm away for Christmas, I could actually do that. I could actually probably get away with... I might try and do, like, Christmas meal, proper Christmas meal on, like, Thanksgiving or something. Like, US Thanksgiving. Not that I celebrate it. When is that? But I could. It's and, uh, soon, isn't it? Yeah, well, Canadian Thanksgiving was... Yesterday, uh, yesterday or <laughs> on you missed it? Monday? You've missed it. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's... Canadian Thanksgiving. Okay, so you don't want to be giving any thanks to the which Canadians, is, is that what you're saying? Which is different to the US Thanksgiving. No, I did a turkey breast with a turkey crown with a bacon weave. Uh, but on Thursday, the 24th of November, which is the US Thanksgiving, I'm going to be cooking along with a lot more people. Okay. So I'm going to get the uh, so the turkey the out for the... You're not invited. Oh, uh, so I'm going to get the turkey out for... <clears throat> for, yeah, for the US Thanksgiving. Nice. Well done. Good excuse to cook for it. And like I said, we're away for Christmas, so it might going? be quite nice to just cook a Christmas meal. You didn't tell me you're away. Again, you're not invited. <laughs> uh, we're going skiing. Oh, yeah, I did know that. And I saw uh, Christian at one point 
took like a I swear it was a Thuros, but I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah it's like at the top of like the French Alps or something. I yeah, which is pretty wicked. Like that. Yeah, I remember that video. Yeah. And I think he did some. I think Jamie Oliver did some bits as well. So mm. I think they, uh, I think they were there around the same time or something. But anyway, yeah. and uh, I don't know. It sort of inspired me to just go right. Let's not bring any clothes, and just take yeah, a thoros. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to a naturist one, naturist <laughs> ski resort. So I don't need any clothes yeah, I'm anyway. Glad I'm not invited now. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah. they banned you. Actually, they don't want to see that. Good. Mm, ain't nobody. Be, ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, be there anyway. So yeah, I was thinking about just putting my clothes that I was taking inside a Thuros and taking it with me and maybe you barbecue. Fit your clothes in a Thuros. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that uh, Ty and Ian have been known to go to Australia with uh, up a, pro a pro queue instead of luggage. So they put yeah. all their clothes inside the pro queue yeah. and uh, for taking them over as gifts for people <laughs> or to sort people out and stuff. So so yeah, we, it's possible. Mm. We could do it. Yeah, so we have been feeling quite festive this weekend. It did feel a bit weird having our Christmas jumpers on, especially when it was boiling hot sunshine. I know how these, I don't know how like Jamie Oliver having that feel now when they're filming their Christmas series in the middle of the summer. <laughs> it's boiling, mm, and that probably <laughs> takes him like a week. Yeah, we we're lucky; it only took about half an hour to take some yeah, photos. Because we're much better cooks than Jamie. Oh, oh. we can. That's our pitch is a lot worse. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, <laughs> yeah. So, what else been happening? You sent me some pictures uh, of yeah, some like sort of. Different. I mean, you you called them bruschettas. I would call them pizzas, but uh, yeah, I guess it was inspired. I went out for a meal at the church house in in Malden, quite near my house, on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Got home from work late and thought we need to go out for a bit of a treat. So we went out for some dinner and this, for a sharing starter, ordered some little bruschettas and it wasn't like anything I had before it was like long, long like th- thin they were sort of about sort of 10-15 centimetres long but <laughs> only about less than an inch wide why are you making a weird action with your hand like well, that's just the length yeah oh that's weird got a big length and it was the first time you said that <coughs> uh, it's, uh, so it's got they had like three different ones with three different toppings on them and okay. just really what were the, the toppings style. Uh, one was like a pesto-y topping. One was a sort of pickled... I can tell by looking at your face you're making this up there. You can see the photo I posted on Instagram. <laughs> uh, one had your favourites. Uh, fennel. Mm. It's like a roasted fennel on it. And one had some like sort of just shallots roasted down on it. So it was like three different toppings on it. And I just really liked it. And I knew we had people coming over for dinner the next day. And they were getting the full Christmas experience for recipe testing purposes. So I thought I could come up with some Christmas-themed bruschettas, which is a good point. need to add that into the book. We haven't got our pizza-slash-dough category yet, which I suggested to you we call dough-a-deer, but you weren't too keen. Oh, no. What to talk about now. Okay, so... Yeah, so I made these, made them up, and yeah, you're right. They were kind of really just very narrow pizzas that are mm-hmm. the this diameter of a pizza, I guess, but really long and thin. And they were just good for. It's jazzy. It was good. It was yeah, good. No, they it looked worked good. well. We just cut them up into like sections, and people could pick and mix from a few different flavors with yeah. 
with your usual Christmassy so is that your figs and second or third cook on the uni? Yeah, that was the second, and then how did that go? Better. Yeah, I've got. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting the hang of it now. I was happy, like I got it last time. Did four pizzas and. I was happy with all of them, but the mm. first one I definitely like caught it a little bit at the beginning and yeah. the edge. So I think I've got the heat control better this time. Yeah, I think I sort of like. I think probably how I got the hang of it. So well, so quickly was the fact that I just went to town with it, and rather than just doing mm. four pizzas, I did like thirty pizzas and threw away eighteen of them in the end. Probably, I doubt it. You probably ate all of them. I threw when I say I threw them away, I threw them away onto my plate, yeah. and then ate them. But uh, but yeah, I was I just wanted to practice and, mm. and use it, and so yeah, there's a lot of dough making yeah. going on. So when I first got it, and yeah, uh, whereas I'm like more of a natural, and after four, I've nailed it. So it's the it's pictures didn't look like it. Oh, well, they did. Uh, we'll let everyone else be the judge of that. Okay. Currently got no likes on this. Um, about two oh, it's just ago. gone up to a million. No, oh, sorry. Yeah, so yeah, so loving loving the uni, and I think because of the the shape and size of those, it Don't made it a lot easier because they're so small. I could did bring you, them quite far back. Did you do them all in one? Like no, no, uh, what individually? Unskilled. You wouldn't want to cook all of those at once. It'll be they've all got different mm. toppings on. All going to cook at different times. Okay. Think think it through, man. Mm, I wouldn't really say that that a difference, but yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I find it actually is quite funny. I did the. Do you know like the pizza schmeck schmess? No, I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> the, the pizza brand restaurant that sounds like pizza. Oh, I know. Yek schmesh. Yek schmesh. Uh, they do those balls. Jazzy. Jazzy the dough balls. Yeah. And uh, I did them. Gave them a go. And uh, yeah, I did them all, all on one uh, paddle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, peel. That's a pizza peel. I did them all on one peel. And tried to get them off the peel onto the stone all at once, and it did sort of work. I can't imagine it did. It was just all a bit jazzy. A couple rolled like straight into back into the, the firebox. Fire <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just all a bit jazzy. Yeah. But anyway, they turned out absolutely lush. A couple of them ended up stuck together because when I took them off the peel, they just you could have just stuck them all together, and put it all in as one, and then like yeah, a sort of tear and share. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, it would have been cool. Yeah, mm. I quite like the idea. Yeah, I actually, I've seen quite a few that. people do do that anyway so it's definitely no, not it. your idea just came up with uh, but yeah I've seen people do it in like baking trays and stuff mm. could have done that probably will do that next time give it a go mm-hmm. uh, what else don't know but you, you see you only had an app release last week yeah we downloaded yeah. it yeah downloaded it so I used that there's a, like a recipe in there for pizza dough so I oh, used their recipe yeah I thought you would <laughs> just to try out cause I just made up my own recipe there's last Anyway. I don't think you invented dough, so there we go. Uh, pe- <laughs> I did pizza dough. I invented it. Oh, is it Iranian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look in the, if you look in the encyclopedia. Oh yeah, it's a, actually I did my name because I'm in the encyclopedia. No, don't go back on it now. Here you followed go. Uni's pizza what dough I put? I put recipe some, from that app. That I you put don't. herbs into the dough. Take Fan that, boy. Take that. But you'd never thought of that. You're always just so regular with your. Dough. <laughs> <laughs> Just always a normal dough. Whereas it, I jazz up my dough. You jazz gone up everything. F- gone full jazz. Well, actually, uh, you, I think secretly you took inspiration from uh, like a spinach uh, pasta you had. 
a couple of days ago. Yeah. You had that Jamie Oliver sort of yeah, spinach in it. Friend's house. Yeah, you used spinach to make these weird make green these, they look like sausage weird were, things. But they're pasta. Yeah. It's on Jamie's new superfood. Yeah. I saw it. Mm. Uh, on his food tube channel, I think one of the girls do it mm. or something. And then I saw he posted it. And then I saw that you posted it. And I just thought, oh, okay, Jamie, I'm a fanboy. Here he is. I am, you know that. <coughs> Not trying to hide it. Um, so we're getting close to rounding up, I guess, now. We've got... Um, I wanted to just say well done to a bunch of swines, to be honest, because did you see that? Top score on the brisket? Yeah, I told you about it, so yeah, I did see it. I'll let you tell everyone then. No, no. Just going to turn my mic off. Oh, thank God for that. Finally. Finally, we're down to who you really want to be here with, me. Oh, he's back. back now. Ah. Go on, elaborate, elaborate, elaborate. I can't. No, I was just really impressed. Saw the... Saw um, Emma's post with the little one eighty star trophy star KCBS yeah, like not, badge. I haven't even seen one of those before. No, no, I haven't. Well, if I have, I haven't really noticed it. I haven't mm. really thought about it. I guess it's like the uh, darts yeah. one eighty. <laughs> yeah, so I was like one hundred and eighty. One hundred and oh, we're all going to sit here and do impressions of yeah. one hundred and eighty now. So you can do the best then. Okay, ready? You go. One hundred and eighty. One hundred and eighty. Mm. Can we have votes, please, for that? Yeah. So Tag us. Uh, hashtag on Twitter is who said it better, 180. <laughs> we'll see who said it better. And uh, yeah, just set one competition done. Yeah, tag us who you thought was amazing. Probably me. Probably you me. spell my name D A N, so just so you know. And mine's B E N, it's similar. Uh, D E R on the end of his. Uh, <laughs> he's trying to work out. Oh, oh, God. Uh, yeah, do you know what though? Are you surprised? It, it, the week after we were after with we them, just said we've just eaten the best brisket we've ever eaten in our lives. They then oh, go and do also that, we, so. we gave we gave them loads of our secret tips and stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's obviously like leveled them up yeah. from that course. So we he must have completely changed his brisket. Yeah, I mean, from our advice. Yeah. He got it. He got it right when we when he cooked it after we taught taught him yeah. a few like, tricks yeah. and stuff like that. A few of the so. trade secrets, you know. Yeah. So don't, <laughs> don't worry, Ed. We'll keep it and keep it locked down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. After tasting it, we both said that it's probably the best brisket I've ever had. So yeah, it was worthy of a one hundred and eighty. One hundred and eighty. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely worth worthy of that. So well done, guys. Yep. Uh, and well done on the RGC. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, and we've got something, something coming up, which maybe some people will, might be going along to, because we went last, when was it? Back in May, I think, when um, Burnham-on-Sea did a little food festival, uh-huh. and we had like some barbecues there doing some demos and stuff. And I didn't make it, unfortunately. You didn't make it. You went to Radio 1's Big Weekend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was really good, though. I had a good weekend. Yeah, I bet you did. Mumford and Sons, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, very jealous. Very jazzy. Um, so we went there, and there we, we obviously from our new experience on Channel Four, My Kitchen Rules. We um, we met Sarah and Beverly, which who, who organised the Burnham on Sea Food Festival. Yep. So it's quite a 
funny world, wasn't it, when we came around to like, yeah, sitting yeah, in definitely. their house to eat some food and realised that we actually were going to be doing some cooking with them quite soon anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so we went along to that last time. I say we. I did. Um, we, the collective United Cube, went along. Um, but this this re- this food festival, they're doing it a little bit differently, I think, probably because of the time of year, but they're, they're not doing like an outdoor cooking stage. They're doing an indoor one this time, and they've asked us if we'd like to compare and introduce the stage. So if anyone's in the Burnham-on-Sea area... And yeah, they basically said they know how bad we are cooking outside, so do we want to have a go at cooking inside? Yeah. See if we're any better, so we're going to give that a go instead. Yeah. So I think that's on... Saturday the 22nd of October, so not this weekend, the weekend after. We'll be at Burnham-on-Sea on the Saturday and we'll be introducing everyone, having a chat with all of the good top chefs from around the southwest, and we're also, I think we're going to demo. you talking about me? No, not you, I was talking about you who the we're introducing. You said the top chef in the southwest? Chefs, plural, not. Is that because I'm so big? You're right. calling me plural? I'm not being rude. Save that. <laughs> Save that for when we press stop on the recording. Um, so, <laughs> Jazzy's getting rude with me. Yeah. Anyway, uh, about time. Got yeah, to put you back in your place. I we're thought gonna, we're gonna have know. a management talk after this. I'm gonna pull rank. Jazzy, you're gonna pull what? Right. <laughs> so, so we're introducing and comparing the stage, and we're gonna. We're going to do a food demo as well in the kitchen. Oh, first I've heard of it. Well, you know, I reckon we're going to demo something from our Christmas the cookbook coming up pretty soon. Pretty awkward because I'm the only one that can cook. But yeah, well, I'll just talk if you feel that way. Oh, no one likes your voice Make sure... Need to talk. Oh. Right, I'll just <laughs> sit next to you looking pretty then because I do that pretty well. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, so we're going to do a cook, some sort of cooking demo. Yeah, I think okay, probably a Christmassy a themed food okay. from Let's have a good think about what we're going to do. Book, so that'd be interesting. Um, or we just wing it as usual and just turn up and do something. Just make a bacon sandwich or something. Pretty good at that. Oh my oh, God. We could get goat on there. Ooh. Still Goat-tober. Still Goat-tober. Oh, that's put out there. There we go. Okay. Think about that. We've yeah. got long, so it needs to be here. Yeah, no. I'd just turn up a goat on my shoulder and be like, What's up? I got the goat. Okay, anyway. <laughs> what you tack- what you tackle about. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, so if you're in the Burnham-on-Sea area, then pop down and say hello, and we'll be on the stage for the day. So be awesome. Right, well, we are nearly at the hour mark. I will call it a day there, because we need to get this uploaded and out there to the people. Yep. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. We've recorded yet another awesome podcast to get you over hump day. As always, we're brought to you by ProQ, Barbecue Gourmet and Smokewood Shack, our awesome sponsors. ProQ is dedicated to providing you with quality smoking products with top-notch service and free advice for beginners to pitmasters. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram under ProQ Smokers. So if you're thinking about buying your first smoker, wanting to upgrade, or looking for authentic charcoal commercial smokers, check them out over at Max Barbecue. And Barbecue Gourmet is devoted to promoting real barbecue and supplying the UK and Europe with top championship winning barbecue rubs, sauces, marinades and accessories from the United States and around the world. You can find them on Twitter and online under Barbecue Gourmet. So regardless of how you cook, whether it's on charcoal, wood, gas or electric, the real taste of summer can be yours all year round. And finally, Smokewood Shack deliver you quality smoking wood every time. You provide, oh, They provide the smoky goodness, you provide the talent. 
So if you're looking, yeah, good job, your mic's off. Or in your case, so if you're looking for smoking wood chunks, dust, chips, planks, then head on over to smokewoodshack.com. You can find them on Twitter under smokewoodshack. I had a nice delivery actually of some more woods because really picking up my favourites lately. Of using a lot of cherry, hickory, and pear. I'm just really into pear at the moment. It just works well for me. Uh, so goodbye from me. I'm glad something works for you. And goodbye from I'm me. I'm glad your mic didn't work for you. Ciao. I'm the better cook. Ciao. I'm the best cook. I am. I'm uh, he way can't, he better. Can't even press the stop button because he's too occupied on his phone. I'm he's so much of a, I'm so much I'm better cook. I'm better cook. I'm better. I'm better cook. I'm better cook. I'm better cook. I'm better cook.